Hello, and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast in partnership with Ascension. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James, and every week I am joined by two of my dearest friends ever, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger. What you're going to find is we're three normal women who are on the journey, who laugh, we cry, we have all kinds of adventures, and our heart is to share our love of Christ with you, our friendship, and all the beautiful and broken places that we encounter. So you are most welcome to join us on this journey. Grab a cup of coffee, get settled in, and welcome home. Hello and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast. This is our last episode of season five. Now, it is hard to believe looking at Michelle and Heather, ladies. Season five has been amazing, don't you think, Michelle? Heather, how's it's, it going? It's been so great. <laughs> it's been long. Wow. Like know, there's a lot of episodes. As I was scrolling through, I was like, holy smokes, we've recorded a lot of episodes. But it's been great. I feel like it's been an exciting season in it, many ways. It has. twenty. This is the 25th episode. Yeah. So season five of 25 episodes. We have to forewarn you that our sweet, dear, wonderful Michelle is feeling under the weather. So we're going to try not to make fun of her, but she sounds like Kermit the Frog. So Poor baby. <laughs> Oh, Michelle, what's up? I can't lie, guys. I have no voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. If nothing else, it'll give everybody a chuckle. We feel for you. We like do. I, yeah. Like, I literally have no voice. This is what I sound like. So talk yeah. amongst yourselves. <laughs> So Michelle Benzinger is with us in spirit today. As she's yeah, she's going to be miming her answers uh-huh. to the questions. Yeah, this would have been a good episode to do a video one of, right? So people could actually see her beautiful face, oh right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, and she totally. could like pantomime out her responses. Exactly. Oh, y'all are y'all are a mess. Thank you for the support. Yeah. yeah. I think what Michelle really wants to say is that she's so enjoyed being with you and I this season, sister. <laughs> I can see it on her face. She's almost tearing up right now just thinking about how much she loves us. This is so much fun. We're going to say what Michelle really means. No, you should tell our listeners about your text message to us this morning because I laughed out loud. I was walking home from mass and I laughed out loud. So I just I was just messing around and I said, yeah, I'm just writing the show notes for this morning. Uh, In this episode, Michelle and sister talk about how much they love Heather and that being friends with her is simultaneously their one thing and their favorite thing. (laughs) Which is true. It's all true. It's not true. Well, so what we thought we'd do is just in preparation for summer and kind of gathering of the graces, it's always good when you finish something to gather the graces of whatever season, literally or figuratively, that you've been in. And so we just wanted to just gather the graces from season five. And we're just great, very grateful for the season and all that God has done in it. And just talk about maybe some of our own highlights and just invite you to go to past episodes as well and share that. And if you haven't listened to some of them, maybe this might also kind of pique your interest or spark your, your heart to listen to some other episodes. And so we um, started out with the word of the year. And I just want you to know, both of you, that I'm sitting at my desk right now and I have both of your words written down on my desk so I didn't forget. So Heather, your word for the year was moved. And Michelle, yours was rhythm and renaissance. So it's very beautiful. Mm, renaissance. Heather, so you want to talk about kind of now we are in June, you know, how has that word for the year been fruitful for you? Yeah, it actually has been very fruitful. Uh, when I received that word, I think I just started to enter into specifically ministry situations like where I'm on retreat or I'm going to give a talk or, you know, there's something that I'm really particularly listening to the Lord about, that I've just opened my heart in a different way to be moved by the Spirit. That's why I chose, I didn't choose that word, but I felt that word kind of came up 
And along with that, I felt like the Lord was inviting me to be be open to being moved by his spirit in a new way, to not just go about things like, oh, I know how to do this, or here's my plans, um, but to really open my heart in a different kind of way to be moved by his spirit. Like, what does God want for these people in this moment, or for me, or for my family, or how do I respond in this situation? And there's been many moments that as I have done that, I have felt definitely a very distinct inspiration from the Holy Spirit. So Mm. It's been exciting, actually. It's been really cool mm-hmm. to see how God is moving, especially when I choose to be docile to Him. You know, just how mm. things will change from my plans to what He wants to do, mm-hmm. and which are always better. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, sister? Tell us. Well, my word for the year was go, and it was. It's been very important, and I think because my word for last year was rest, you know, to kind of rest. And so I think it's been helpful for me to remember that in situations where I would have a temptation to hang back or a temptation to hide or to diminish, but to really be uh, mindful of the Holy Spirit um, in my heart and soul telling me to go, like just go. And, you know, you trust that you have been, you prepared well, that you're under obedience, that you've been given guidance. And so just go, like put your heart out there and just go. And so I think it's been very helpful for me. Um, Somebody, I was at a conference and one of our listeners actually made me a bookmark uh, with that on it, my word for the year. And so I put that on my desk as well. And I was really grateful for that. Just the constant reminder of that word and just seeing what God is doing continually in that. So yeah, it always helps me to remember to keep going. Um, when I places where I'd rather hide or diminish, like the Holy Spirit saying, no, you need to go. You know, I've empowered you here. So you have the, you have the, the wherewithal to do it. So do it. Otherwise, you know, it's not helpful for anybody for us to hide. You know, that's not what God is calling us to that. We've been given a spirit of courage, you know, not a spirit of timidity or fear to fall back into slavery. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been really helpful for me. Michelle, we'd love to hear from you, sweet girl. Can you talk about that? (laughs) I don't even know if you can even sound like, isn't it just painful to hear me? (laughs) (laughs) We'd love to hear you. Michelle actually just texted me her answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Michelle, if I wish that I could just like throw on a Michelle impersonation, um, her word of the year rhythm and Renaissance, she was saying that she's still trying to align her heart to the rhythm of the heart of the father. And, and Michelle, I've heard you talk about Renaissance in, in a couple of different ways this year. So I love for you, when you get words, you, you really sit with them, like in, in all of the different moments in our last episode with Father Mike Schmitz, you were talking about the Renaissance of the family and what does that look like? Oh, And so I love how you take Mm -hmm. words and you really, you go after it in different situations in your, in your world. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I think also, what about you, Heather? Because um, what are some of the other episodes this season that you found? There's so many, and they were just all so unique. It's kind of hard to compare them. But what were some of the other episodes this season mm-hmm. that you really found fruitful that really spoke to your heart personally? Well, we did that book study on The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which was mm-hmm. such an unexpected idea from Michelle. I mean, we we all love the Narnia stories, you know, and the, their childhood favorites of mine. So when she proposed it, Really, I think for us, it was like, oh, this is so playful. And we can dive deeper as adults into something that we couldn't perceive in the same way as children. Mm-hmm. And so I love that episode, th- that series. And I loved hearing from our listeners how they were engaging, re-engaging in the story. I loved mm-hmm. all the photos people were sending us and all their Narnia-esque winter scenes from their hometowns and just how people engaged in that series. I thought it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then we had an episode right after that on, on hope and healing in times of trial. And I actually loved that episode. I yes. thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. The conversations that we have 
we don't plan them out necessarily. We have a topic, we have maybe a couple points we want to hit, but it really is a natural, spontaneous conversation about these topics. And that one in particular, as I listened back to it, just to get the show notes and stuff, I, I was like, wow, there was a lot of really important conversations that we had under that topic. Oh, we so. did. Yeah, definitely. And, um, so, just so many, so many beautiful things. I think, um, yeah, people really love the line, the witch in the wardrobe and they jumped into that. And how many of them said they hadn't read that since they were little girls, you know, mm-hmm. and just, you know, or, or, you know, men saying the men that listen saying it's just been a long time. And, um, I think for me, one of the, two of the best episodes were, uh, just the best as far as like really just rich and things that really resonated deeply with our listeners as well was the two episodes that we have with Dr. Bob Schutz on oh, totally. and his, his episode on marriage and restoration just went viral. Like it blew up the, you know, from the moment that it launched and so many people were commenting on that. And then his episode on healing and he's just such a great, mm-hmm. it was such an honor to have him on and actually to be there, Michelle and I were there sitting in his kitchen <laughs> interviewing yeah. him and, um, that was such a beautiful thing. And I think what a great gift to all of us really to hear from somebody so wise um, about those things. And he's really lived into that in his own life. Oh and my he's gosh, witnessed yeah. it as he ministers to people for, I mean, he was a marriage and family therapist for 40 years. Plus yes. mm-hmm. now he's been doing this healing ministry um, through the JP2 Healing Institute. And mm-hmm. it's amazing. And I love that man because he's real. Like he's so oh, yeah. humble and authentic yeah. and he really has sought after healing in his own life. And he, he's a freedom fighter, just like you are mm-hmm. sister, um, for people's mm-hmm. hearts. And that's, that's a ministry that is very dear to your heart that you've been able to join him side by mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is awesome. And Michelle loves uh, Dr. Bob too, just so we all know what <laughs> Michelle's thinking. <laughs> like this is painful. <laughs> it's painful for all of us, Michelle. <laughs> For Michelle to not be able to talk, Sister Mary and I would be like, sweet, we lost our voice, introverts, like, (laughs) that's a dream for us. (laughs) For Michelle, it's so painful. Uh, Next week, I'm going to do like a Facebook Live just so I can talk to all the people or something. Yeah. You totally should. Somebody sent me a picture yesterday that it was like a picture of Tigger, I think from Winnie the Pooh, saying, I'm staying in bed today, it's too peopley outside. (laughs) She's like, this is so you. And I'm like... (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, well, Michelle, you are texting us. I love your answers and you're texting us. And obviously for you, uh, this last year, the deepest, um, you know, part of your heart was for the four women doctors of the church, which was astounding, right? That still continues to bear fruit. I think if I'm not mistaken, people are still getting the journal, right? And doing that in their parishes and things like that. And so for you still unpacking that reality for unpacking the teachings, unpacking the hearts of these women for a time such as this and still diving into that. And so, um, this is verbatim from Michelle via text message. There'll be more with the doctors, gals. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Yeah. That started something that was, Mm -hmm. um, I think a real movement of the Holy Spirit. I think there's something Mm -hmm. really beautiful. And it's also the reason why up here we did our conference on restoring the beauty, because it just felt like this is too big of a theme to just do one small series on. So I love, Michelle, what what is happening there. I agree. And then we also did another series on uh, during Lent Mm -hmm. on searching for and maintaining peace by Father Jacques Philippe. And people loved 
that book, as did we. Mm-hmm. I mean, we always mm-hmm. said it's small but mighty. That packed a punch, that little book. Everybody was commenting so on, true. I felt like I highlighted the whole book. <laughs> you could, yeah. You could. Every mm-hmm. every sentence was powerful. And just to let people know, if you're listening right now and you're like, what? I, I don't know about these series. You can go back onto the Ascension website and you can find all of these series. You can do them at any time mm-hmm. um, and follow, follow along with your own group or just by yourself. You can access them anytime you want. It doesn't have to be just at the time that mm-hmm. we did it. So, I mean, speaking of the fruit of that book, I'm not joking. Just last night, I got home almost at midnight, stuck at the Dallas airport again. And I was at the airport just irritated on like 15 different levels. Like, I mean, I just was standing by the window, just like, ah, first world problems. But that, the, that line from that book, I'm not joking, came to my mind where Father Jacques Philippe says, there's no good reason for you to lose your peace. And I was like, oh, oh. you know, so that, that book is still bearing fruit in my life. And I hope it always does. Cause it's true. And I'm like, you know, when you take stock of things, it's like, oh, it's all about me and poor me and whatever is happening. Right. But so then you're like, okay, what's really happening here? And obviously is that, you know, whatever God is doing, that God only wills good things. So if he's allowing it to happen to me, it's for my good. And so, yeah, but I was like, thank you for Father Jacques Philippe. Can we just give a shout out to him? Who's probably not a listener, but you know, if he were, <laughs> we, we just want to say <laughs> he gets a shout out anyway, because mm-hmm. he's just that awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else for you, Heather? What else really spoke to you this season? I loved our last episode with Father Mike. I... He's just a great priest and he's a genuine person, you know, um, Like I think a lot of times we'll look at people on social media or we see their videos and we're like, oh my goodness, like they're so well put together and they just have it all. Mm-hmm. And and he does in many ways, you know, like he's a great person, but he's genuinely humble and kind. And I was just so struck by his authenticity. Um, mm-hmm. And he's such a great witness of fatherhood in the church. So I, I loved that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, sister? I, I do too. I Father Mike is a dear friend of mine. And so... Yeah, it was just beautiful to see his heart there. And he's so not um, like celebrity, like, you know, people mm-hmm. really do. And I I mean, people mob him, mob him. And he, I, you know, it's a reality that he deals with, but he's so not like that when you talk to him. He's not like that in public either, you know. Pe- and so it's just really beautiful to see. It's just another example of, you know, like we talked about even in the very first episode in season four, like this last year, we talked about the scandal in the church and all things that are happening in the church mm-hmm. that God is raising up. And as he always has, in times of difficulty, great saints, mm-hmm. you know, and he's raising up you and me and people like Father Mike and people like our listeners, people that are, are putting one foot in front of the other and opening their hearts to Christ and following Christ. You know, that's, it's the little things every day. And I think that's what Father Mike does well. He does the little things every day well, mm-hmm. which leads mm-hmm. to a very beautiful yeah. life. Yeah. And I think there's many times like where I'm seeing in the midst of all of the episodes that we do, you know, this season, we have a private Facebook group, which anyone who wants to join, you can, you know, just uh, let us know and you're welcome to join the discussions over there. But we don't always line up with everything, you know, like some people have a different take on it. And I've just loved the the reverence mm-hmm. in the discussions that people are having that has been really beautiful yes. to witness this last several months of this season is that people are sharing their hearts. They're sharing maybe mm-hmm. like, Oh, this didn't sit right with me, but they're doing it in a way that is so graceful and so kind. And the responses have been so mm-hmm. graceful and kind. And I love to see that because mm-hmm. there has to be discussion about mm-hmm. things that are hard. You know, this is something that we're losing mm-hmm. in the world. Like you hear people like Jordan Peterson and other people who are really big on this particular topic. Mm-hmm. that 
we have to be mm-hmm. able to have difficult conversations sometimes, and we have to be able to be graceful in how we listen and how we express, mm-hmm. you know, ourselves. So I, I've just loved seeing that way to go mm-hmm. listeners way to go in the discussion group. It's mm-hmm. been so inspiring to me and I love, I love it. That's really true because I was looking at one of our recent threads where people in our Facebook group were having a discussion about something that was quite serious. Mm-hmm. And somebody in the discussion said, I'm so glad we can have this conversation in peace. Like we can all yeah. have a conversation without, you know, just, you know, descending into name calling or, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like fighting for our own camp, but just putting the hearts out there. And, and I agree with you, uh, Heather, you know, you and I both like Jordan Peterson and just like some of the mm-hmm. contemporary thinkers in the society today that have a voice in the culture for a reason. And it's very interesting to see you know, men like that, you know, they're sitting down at literally sitting down at a table and having a discussion where they're leagues apart from one another on certain ideologies, Mm -hmm. but being willing to put their thoughts out there. And so I think, you know, you see, that's what Bishop Barron is doing very well as well of engaging in conversation with people, even at the USCCB conference this last couple weeks ago, he was talking about that very thing to the bishops of, you know, how do you engage people in conversation? Like, how do you open this discussion up without, you know, so it's, it's true. I think it's really a sign of the times and I'm glad that our, um, Facebook group can do that as well. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's a beautiful thing. And we can't shy away from it. You know, we have to be willing to walk into deep waters with one another. And Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I would rather have conversations with the people face to face. You know, it's Mm -hmm. always better when you can sit around a table and you can heart to heart have conversations that are, and you can go much deeper, you know, like Mm -hmm. the the internet isn't the place to have every conversation that we need to have or like air out our difficulties. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in some ways I don't even know how to respond online for, for certain topics. But Mm -hmm. that being said, there are certain depths that we can Mm -hmm. go there. And it's been beautiful Mm -hmm. to watch. Uh, Something else that Michelle is asking us to talk about. This is so great. (laughs) This is like our weirdest episode yet. (laughs) Is uh, the questions that really blew up our Facebook group and also our listeners' hearts of really uh, Michelle innocently dropped on all of us that, you know, made us all think deeply is what does restored femininity and masculinity look like? And still unpacking that question and having people really delve to the heart of that in our own lives. Like, what does that look like? And it does, it challenges our status quo. It challenges, you know, the thoughts we may have had, or it challenges what we think, well, this is as good as it gets. And really asking ourselves, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit and Christ risen from the dead, what does the restoration of the feminine and the masculine heart look like? Because they both have to be restored in society today. You know, one can't be restored and not the other. They both, they both must be restored together because that's the image of God, male and female. So, um, Heather, you want to talk about that a little bit and just kind of your experience after Michelle kind of really asked all of us that question. And we all had to go down really deep in our heart and continue Mm -hmm. to ponder that. Yeah, I've actually been still pondering this. Even yesterday, I was thinking a lot mm-hmm. about it. I had a long drive out to um, to meet with the Archbishop yesterday, and I was just thinking about how hard it is to talk about what true femininity and masculinity looks like because we have been so wounded, you know? We've been so wounded by oh, one another so and so wounded by the culture and so wounded by mm-hmm. you know modern ideologies that sometimes it's hard to even go there to what it's supposed to look like. Like where there's so many guards up around our hearts because we've been hurt, you know? Yeah. And oppressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think about for for us as women in particular, you know, the church gets a bad rap because it seems, you know, from the outside and 
in all reality, it's many people's experience that is very oppressive towards women. Mm -hmm. And this is something that is near and dear to our hearts because that's not the church. There Mm -hmm. are people within the church Mm -hmm. who treat women that way, but it is Mm -hmm. not the mind and heart of the church. And that, Mm -hmm. that's where I think the three of us feel very passionate about the role of women in the church and the way that God is calling us to bring our, our gifts fully Mm -hmm. to the table. You know, oh, definitely, and th- yeah, the restoration of that heart and what it looks like, and yeah, you know, just the church. So, those mm-hmm. are deep things that I think will we will continue to unpack. You know, as we go, um, in continue on. Uh, oh, Michelle, <laughs> she says, Michelle just told us this convinces me that y'all can't do this podcast without me. I just heard her give a big sigh. She's like, oh crap, Heather, what are you saying? <laughs> our craziest episode yet <laughs> oh my gosh well it's good to save the best for last you know what i'm saying well i would love michelle for you to try to share your thoughts with us <laughs> go on girl oh, please do just give us a couple give yeah. us a couple good ones because this is a this is a hot topic i know and you something you feel it strong is a hot about. topic but i don't think i can talk a little it is a hot topic but i think we have to dive deeper into it and i think we have to ask hard questions of ourselves of society of culture of the church and not be afraid of the answers i don't think we need to go and get like we have to be rooted in absolute truth and the tradition of the church and scripture and all of that but how it looks I don't think it's going to look like what we think it's going to look like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it's going to take a fullness of all of us coming into our fullness of who we are. And it's going mm-hmm. to take a complementary. That means that and with a complementary of masculine and feminine, that means the men are going to have to rise up and the women are going to have to rise up in mm-hmm. their fullness. And we haven't really done that. Mm-hmm. Men have shrinked back or they've oppressed. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. women have, um, you know, been oppressed or and and they can come out manipulative and sometimes, but who are we in the fullness of this creation? Mm-hmm. Who are we in our greatness and our beautifulness? And I really think we really have to unpack in the church what does the feminine genius look like? What does a women leadership mm-hmm. in the church look like? I'm not saying women priests. I am saying, what does it look like? Because male, you know, he created them in their image, male and female. So we need both of them to see get the full picture of God, like to get his full image. So, um, and I don't want it to be like these debate questions. I want it to be like an abyss into our hearts, a deep journey into our hearts Mm. to like really find that out, Mm. you know, and um, like really, because I think that is what's going to restore the church and restore family and restore Mm. really humanity. So there, that's my little whisper. <laughs> you go. That's like fire, girl. Look at that. Bang. Amen. Mic drop Mike on drop that. right there. I guess we can finish yeah, off we could. Here, sister, just on that. Because <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly we're sucking right now. Let's just be really honest. <laughs> clearly we need right. a Michelle. Like clearly you cannot do this without oh, me. Oh, girl, obviously. we never thought we could. So good. luckily for you, we knew that already. <laughs> Can you feel the humility dropping yes, off me? Okay. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm sufficiently humbled right now. So. What I love that you were talking about, Michelle, is, um, and, and a part that is particularly close to my heart, is that as we raise up in the fullness of who we are, I think often we raise up in our wounds, you know, as a, and we overcompensate because of how we've been wounded. And really, that's something that I'm diving deep into in my own heart. And I hope that the rest of us will as well, and all our listeners, like, how have we been wounded? And how can God restore us so that as we rise up, it's in the newness of life. It's in a restored way. Like that's what we mean by restored femininity. 
Go ahead, sister. What are your thoughts about that? No, and I was just going to say to kind of wrap it up here that I think those are great questions to ponder this summer, right? Because summer can, even though our lives are very full, summer does at times provide those opportunities for deeper reflection, for deeper rest. And so those are great questions to take into your own heart, dear listeners, this summer, and maybe to your your trusted friends and family. And um, yeah, just to continue to dive into those things and see what God speaks to you this summer. See what God speaks to you about the restoration of the feminine and masculine heart and and where God is calling you in the vineyard, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's true what both of you said. It's very, it's very important and very true on every level, you know? Mm-hmm. So we just want to say uh, profoundly thank you so much to our listeners. This last season five has been really, really beautiful. I think what um, Heather, you said we surpassed about 2.5 million downloads now. Yeah, 2.6, I think we're over that, almost 2.7. It's insane. Yeah. It's just really beautiful. And I, um, you know, I really, I cannot go anywhere now. I honestly can tell you I've crossed the threshold where I cannot go anywhere now without one of you beautiful women and men coming up to me saying um, just how grateful you are for the podcast. And we just want you to know we take every comment that you make to heart and we pray for you. And we are just honored to be on this journey with you. And our heart for you is not to produce a product to be consumed. Our heart for you is to bring you closer to Christ and to community with one another. And that is our deepest desire. So um, really, honestly, for my one thing, really for the season would be our, our listeners. I love you guys. And you inspire us. You, you just, you're wonderful. And I, I can't say thank you enough for just the support and the blessing and also just the sharing of open hearts. We've, we've been blessed every way of the journey. So I want to say profoundly thank you to all of our listeners. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Heather, what about you? Yeah. My one thing, uh, this week is I just a couple of weeks ago, got back from doing a shine retreat with blessed is she. I was able to bring my Mm. oldest daughter Maria with me for the weekend. And we went and saw Benedictine university. It was an awesome weekend, but I loved um, collaborating with Blessed Is She. I love those women, Beth and Jenna, and all the all the women who mm-hmm. are there on their team. They just do a great job, and they have a beautiful ministry. If you don't know about them, check them out. We, we're big cheerleaders for Blessed Is She, and they are for us as well. But just to see their events, mm-hmm. and these are happening all over the country. You can find out where the next closest event is going to be. Michelle and I are doing some of them in the future again, but that was a, that was a huge blessing to be there. And one of the reasons it ties into what you were saying, sister, is that I was able to meet some of our listeners there and what a joy that was. I, I loved it. I laughed. We, we got to pray. Some of us prayed together. It was just so heartwarming to me and we feel a deep connection with our listeners. That's, it truly yeah. is a real thing. I don't know how God is doing this, but it blows my mind that these connections are happening. And so that was very special to me. Michelle, what's your one thing? Did you text us? <laughs> yes, she did. I texted you. <laughs> okay. So Michelle's <laughs> Michelle's one things are missionaries, the summer ones yeah. and all the focus uh, Christ in the City, Life Teen Summer uh, Missionaries, Damascus, Net Missionaries, and all the young adults doing mission work of the church. Mm, Good amen. one. Amen. Good one. Love it. Uh, well, we wish you a blessed summer. We also want to say thank you to the Ascension uh, Press staff who edited all of our content and who's helped us uh, produce uh, season five. It's been wonderful to work with you. And we just wish you all a wonderful, wonderful summer. We wish you much grace and blessings and joy and a restoration of your own heart and soul for you certainly deserve it for your deeply loved. So on behalf of Heather and Michelle and Ascension Press, I have some very exciting news for you. 
This announcement really has to do with you. And as many of you know, Heather and Michelle and I have had a podcast now for several years. And something that just started out with the three of us kind of just sharing life together has grown through the power of the Holy Spirit to affecting so many people on so many levels and bringing about rich community and rich communion across listenership, across demographics and in ways we could never even hope or imagine. And it's been an incredibly beautiful thing. And as we grew, God brought into our life Ascension Press and Ascension Press came along and we partnered with them in a really awesome collaborative relationship. And they gave us a place to call home and the continuation of growth, of of hope, of healing, of restoration has poured forth this last year. And through mutual prayer and mutual discernment, Ascension Press and ourselves have really heard the call of the Holy Spirit to go to even deeper waters and to branch out on our own. And so this fall, we have some really exciting news for you. We'll have a new website. We're going to have some awesome brand new content in just really beautiful areas. And we hope that it's even a deeper place uh, for us to sow into you and for you to find communion. We realize that this is not just a podcast. It's not just something that is a consumer-based product. It's really something that God is using to bring people together. And that's our deepest desire. So we cannot wait uh, for the fall to come. We cannot wait for this beautiful transition and all that God is doing in our life. And we we just want to say thank you so much to Ascension Press. We look forward to partnering with them on various projects in the future. And they've been such a great place to call home this last year. So stay tuned. You're going to have some really awesome changes that are coming and we can hardly wait to be on the next step of this adventure with you. So until then, we'll be abiding together. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? You can leave us a rating, leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us get the message out to as many people as possible. If you would like the show notes emailed to you, you can go to ascensionpress.com forward slash abiding together. That's ascensionpress.com forward slash abiding together and enter your email address, click the subscribe button and the show notes will be on their way to you every week. You can also find the show notes on the Ascension Press website, as well as each episode on the iTunes podcast app. You'll find everything there. You can join our private Facebook group and join our community and just get in on everything that's going on. We love to hear from you. Send us an email, give us a shout out. We are happy to be on the journey with you. And until next week, we will be abiding together. Thank you so much.